Hey everyone, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for tuning in to episode 9 of MC Me and You. It is your host, Kaylea. Again, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. I do not have a Valentine's Day, but you know, I've got a cash. <laughs> no, no, don't send me money. Don't send me money. Um, haven't done much today, but next weekend I do have Galentine's plans, so that will be really fun. Get to see some people I haven't seen in a while and live it up with the gals. I think we're doing a painting with a twist thing, sipping on some wine, naturally, as you should for Valentine's Day, especially (laughs) if you're single and not celebrating with a significant other. Probably watch some rom-coms. Maybe I'll start squeezing a Marvel movie, but it'll probably be mostly rom-coms, which is perfectly fine. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. But for Valentine's Day, naturally, I figured we should do something related to it for this podcast. So I thought about best potential destinations, or best potential dates, really, in the MCU. It started off as maybe best destinations, and then my mind went blank as to what places exist in the MCU that we cannot come to here after like Asgard so I've just brainstormed a couple of potential date ideas that some of the MCU characters might bring you on if you're celebrating Valentine's with them which god I wish I were <laughs> like I had just mentioned it started off as the best destination thing and so naturally the first thing that came to my head was Asgard before Thor Ragnarok obviously new Asgard I'm sure is very nice I'm sure very nice with the remaining Asgardians, but not quite the same as a golden palace and beautiful city surrounding it in the middle of space. Talk about a downgrade. So sorry to Asgard. I, re- I recognize it's uh, not a place, it's people, but I'm sure they missed their old place. <laughs> Pre Thor Ragnarok, Asgard would be a grand time, especially if, well, you know my loyalty ways of Loki, but if Thor happens to be your valentine, <laughs> I'm sure he would show you a really good time. There would be feasting going on, probably the best wine you've ever had in your life. Also, probably the strongest wine you've ever had in your life, so be very careful with that. Probably no more than a glass before you really start to feel it, which would be great, actually. Let me go call up my man's Thor. <laughs> probably in the night, stargazing a little tipsy on a balcony or something, which would be so cute. I bet you Thor could tell you every constellation in the sky. And I would cry. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Okay, bye. But if Loki were your Valentine, as I would prefer, it would probably be still very beautiful, but more secluded. No big feasts, but a secluded corner in the library. Maybe a walk through Freya's private gardens, even though is he allowed in there? Who's to really say? but I don't think he would care, and me personally, I wouldn't care if I'm spending Valentine's with Loki and Asgard, we'll do whatever he wants, bro. (laughs) Anything he wants, wherever he wants, take that as you will. The second date that I came up with was going to Coney Island with the Brooklyn boys, because that's just what they used to do in their youth, and I think it's still around. I wouldn't really know. But if not, going to a fair of similar capacity to Coney Island, Steve would probably literally do whatever you wanted to do. Ride whatever ride you wanted, play whatever game you wanted, taste whatever food you wanted, so long as you were happy. Bless him. Bless him. Bucky Barnes. 
my love, wouldn't stop playing those stupid fair games until he won you something, something large, something of, something of, something of notability, you know, not one of those little small participation rewards, he'd get you one of those bears that are bigger than you, (laughs) and he wouldn't stop, even if that meant blowing a crap load of money on you on this game if it takes an hour he wouldn't stop and you know it's cute at first but it'd probably get a little annoying if it takes them a while but that man would be on a mission and he won't stop until he gets that oversized stuffed whatever you want for you bless his soul bless his soul sam wilson on the other hand he would really want you to get said stuffed animal right but at some point i feel like he would just try to strike up a bargain or a deal with whoever's in charge of the game whether that be just bribing the man whether that be bribing the man to let him win somehow or just grabbing it and running on your way out (laughs) he would make sure you got that stuffed animal and would make it a memorable experience very fun times the third idea that I came up with is simply be a road trip. A road trip has just sounded really appealing. I don't know why my TikTok keeps telling me to go on a road trip, which, you know, I'm poor. Otherwise, I would. <laughs> and I can't drive, so I'd have to recruit people. <laughs> but my TikTok keeps telling me to go on a road trip, and that's where this idea came from. I feel like the top contenders to take you on a road trip date would be our Black Widows, Yelena and Natasha. Natasha probably wouldn't tell you anything she would plan it right but she wouldn't tell you where you're going or any of the stops along the way you just kind of have to trust her as she kidnaps you which you know i would (laughs) but it would absolutely end up being something you like because matt will only strive for perfection yelena on the other hand would plan it all to a t and definitely fill you in because she would just be too excited to see all these things she's never seen before and she would also probably have a really fire playlist for the road trip as well she take all kinds of pictures and make even the smallest stupidest stops on the way bro like every little thing you could possibly stop at she would stop at just because she's never had that kind of freedom before you know and she would be really happy and it would be hard for that happiness not to be contagious so i all around good time with the widows the fourth date i thought of some of these avengers probably more stay at home celebration type people for example, Clint Barton would probably rather stay home and do something for Valentine's Day. He would probably attempt to cook for you. Would that end well? The answer is unclear. <laughs> you may end up cooking together or ordering takeout, but it would still be a really fun night. <laughs> and if you end up cooking together, like that's always a cute little thing if you can manage to share the kitchen together with your significant other. I feel like it'd be a good time. And, you know, A for effort, Clint. A for effort. (laughs) Tony Stark would also probably throw some kind of extravagant party or gala or something. Because that's just who he is. Or who all of Tumblr and AO3 have decided who he is. The party man. So he'd probably throw something really big for Valentine's for everyone to celebrate together. But, as opposed to other parties that might run through the sunrise right he would probably kick everyone out no later than like 10 or 11 so you can have some time on your own to enjoy just a stupid movie or some wine at the bar or off 
on some wine on the rooftop of Stark Tower or something, you know? Something at the end of the night that just ends with you two. Doing whatever you want to do. Again, take that how you will. <laughs> and the fifth that I have listed on here, not really much of a plan, right? Because the uh, realization struck me that some of these Avengers could do literally whatever you wanted to do. Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers could probably take you anywhere you wanted to go because she's that uh, powerful. <laughs> My man, Dr. Stephen Strange could literally take you anywhere you wanted to go. He'd probably stay within this uh, multiverse, within this universe, for uh, obvious reasons. But he could take you anywhere you wanted to go. You want to go to Paris? Let's go. You can go to Paris. And you can go to Rome. And you can go to the Bahamas. And one day, it's just for fun. Just because. Just because. Whatever keeps a smile on your face, he'll take you anywhere you want to go. Probably wouldn't put too much thought and effort into it and just let your mind do whatever you want. Wanda, on the other hand, would do something similar, but would help you plan it. She would plan some all around the world day, and it would be really cute. And then she can, you know, give you literally anything you want, whenever you want. And it would just be so ideal. <laughs> so great. Speaking of Steven and Wanda, you already know what I'm going to say. We've got so much multiverse of madness content during the super bowl not actually during the super bowl it was kind of before the super bowl because they dropped the trailer online beforehand and i think the posts are online beforehand as well and then there was a tv spot during the super bowl but there is so much multiverse of madness content to unpack so we're going to try to unpack it here now it's going to be a bit hard because i don't have visuals for you so maybe i remember way long ago when I said I would keep doing the um, audio version on YouTube and then I didn't, you know, like a liar. Maybe I should, but here we are and I'm not doing it. But if you really need visuals, there's only seven of you listening at this point. So just hit a girl up. I got you, bro. We're going to start off with the poster. The poster is so beautiful after going through so many trash no way home posters i'm sorry the first portion of no way home posters were absolutely awful and then after the movie came out the posters got significantly better i don't know how, why that is but that's just how it happened i am slowly convinced that sony said we're going to do marketing up until the premiere and then after the premiere marvel go ahead go nuts because what <laughs> The poster's so good. They also dropped a new Moon Knight poster that's also so beautiful. So that's why I'm convinced that Marvel took charge of No Way Home after it premiered. But anyways, the Multiverse of Madness poster is so beautiful. Whoever thought to have the glass be symbolic of the multiverse, I hope they got a raise because it's been so beautiful to see over different projects and different posters and different trailers and clips and all of that good stuff from what if to now a stroke of genius on their behalf it's so it's so gorgeous wonderful decision i hope they get the recognition they deserve <laughs> some details on this poster naturally you see steven in the middle of it the sanctum kind of breaking the multiverse breaking and then in the different glass fragments you see bits and pieces of other people wong christine america chavez wanda some more other stevens probably his variants but in one of the 
fragments towards the bottom right, yes, bottom right of the poster. One of the fragments contains what can clearly be seen as Captain Carter's shield. Captain Carter from the Disney Plus series What If. It's very important to see What If if you haven't. I doubt it's going to be a necessity going into Multiverse of Madness. They'll probably explain everything with like a sentence or two to Steven himself in the movie to catch fans up because I'm sure they know that not everyone watched What If. But it would really enhance your experience if you go watch What If. So I would recommend. I ended up enjoying that series a lot more than I intended to because I thought I was like, eh, you know, it would be fun, whatever. But it ended up being really good. Steven's episode especially is really good. For moving forward for this movie, I would recommend watching episodes one because that is Captain Carter's episode. Episode four because that is Steven's episode. And there are a lot of visual similarities between that episode and what's going on in the movie that may or may not be important. I don't really know. So I would recommend that. And I want to say episode nine, maybe? I don't know off the top of my head. I knew the other ones off the top of my head because it was the first one and then episode four, which is the best one. But whatever episode is the zombie episode, I think it's just called What If Zombies. That may be important and I'll talk about it later on why. So those three episodes, if you don't want to watch the entire series, I would recommend watching before Multiverse of Madness just because they might be important. They might be important. Captain Carter's shield being in this poster makes me think more might be important, but that's up to your discretion whether or not you watch it. Again, they'll probably do some kind of brief recap because I'm sure they know not everyone went and watched this animator project on Disney+. Plus. If you look closer, a lot of people have been seeing what they believe is a Deadpool in one of the fragments. It is not nearly as clear as the Captain Carter thing. Like, the Captain Carter thing is basically caught in 4K. This Deadpool thing, you have to kind of squint to see it, so it might be real, it might be fake, it might just be the way the reds and stuff have reflected off that particular glass shard. There's really no talent, and then if you look even closer, I'm also on that poster. <laughs> no, I'm not. But can you imagine? Going into the actual trailer itself, there is a lot. And I mean a lot to unpack in this trailer, which really makes me start to wonder if they put all of this content into the trailer, like what are they hiding from us? Like what are they keeping a secret? Because Marvel has been notoriously great at putting all kinds of advertising material and stuff and then still leaving so many secrets. I realized as early as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier that a lot of the promo content they give us comes from early on in the project. For example, for that show, a lot of the content that they gave us came from like the first episode or two, and then the next four episodes, I had no idea what happened because we just didn't have any clips, any promo, anything from that. So I'm assuming a lot of the content that we were being given is gonna be within the first 30 minutes of the movie, which I think was similar to how the No Way Home marketing strategy was. A lot of the promo that we saw, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, happened within the first 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> and then you just don't know what else is going to go on. So I feel like that's going to be really similar to what we're seeing here. Which is insane because this trailer is just absolutely mental. Am I British? What? Anyways, I'm going to try and unpack this chronologically. I went through and I watched the trailer and I jotted out notes. But my mind is very scattered, and again, there's a lot going on. So, we're gonna see how we do this. The trailer opens up, starting with Steven's nightmares, and we see glimpses of that before he wakes up in his sanctum bed. Wow, first of all. 
first of all wow shirtless Stephen strange didn't have that on my bucket list but or on my bingo card that's the phrase didn't have that on my bingo card for this trailer but i'm so glad it came to be wow anyways Stephen, let me cuddle some nightmares away anyways i'm thinking these nightmares aren't actually like nightmares that are just fictional i feel like they are glimpses of different universes but right before he starts up in his bed you see a glimpse of defender strange defender strange is the one with like the slick back hair and the red kind of costume being like warped somewhere or something so i believe that it's actually an alternate universe potentially the universe where america chavez is from and it's her power is multiverse hopping so it's very possible that this america chavez we meet is not from the mcu and she's from a different universe and if that's the case i'm gonna say that she knows defender strange and that's what's going on in his quote-unquote nightmares the marvel card rolls in and then we see steven potentially using chaos magic it looks very similar to wanda's magic there's no way of telling what he's doing why he's doing it or what's going on but it looks very similar to wanda's magic and then you get a shot that <laughs> has had stan twitter getting their hopes up myself included even though i'm really trying not to of him using this potential chaos magic to uh, demonstrate something to someone someone's in the room with him right and there has been a side-by-side -side comparison of loki's backside and infinity War to the backside of this character in the right side of the screen and i'm gonna be honest with you it does look like loki from this perspective it's got the green it's got the dark hair it's even got potentially the cheekbones and skin complexion as much as i wish for this i wish for this to be loki especially if he's wearing green that means it's probably not tva loki which would just make me even more happier <laughs> it's probably not i just don't want to get my hopes up it's probably Mordu because he's in the green he's got long hair now the lighting make may, may just make his skin tone look weird i do i just don't want to get my hopes up for them to fall down again because i would love to see loki here and it's very possible that we might, but I don't think it's going to be in that capacity. It'll probably be like a post-credit thing or something. But, you know, we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. Because the side-by-side -side comparison, it does kind of really look like Loki. I'm not going to lie. So we'll see in May. I need May 6th to hurry up, bro. Because it's too far away and I, I need all of this content now. I think BD posted yesterday 82 days, so 81 days. We're around the 80-day mark. Getting impatient. <laughs> We have a card that just says from director Sam Raimi, Chef's Kiss. If you're not aware, which you should be aware at this point, Sam Raimi directed the first three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. So we're destined for greatness with this movie. It's going to be so beautiful. And honestly, the shots that we saw in this trailer, it already looks unlike other Marvel movies. It's already so more beautiful. The colors are so much more vibrant, thank God. And it just looks, it's way better dynamically. And I'm so excited to see it as a whole i'm also scared to see it as a whole because this trailer really started to demonstrate the horror elements that everyone keeps talking about and i don't do scary movies so whoever's sitting next to me i hope you're ready for me to hold your hand the entire time because I don't do scary but i do do marvel so here we are it's really rough <laughs> strange is getting advice from our sorcerer supreme wong does wong have a last name does wong have a first name which name is this i don't really know from wong wong 
before we see Steven seeking out Wanda's help. There's a vision mention, it made me emotional. She talks about how Viz had his theories about the multiverse, and I was like, rest in peace, Vision. Where is Y Vision? Where is he at, bro? When are they gonna say hello again? It's fine. It's not fine. Soon after, we see Steven being handcuffed and led around some kind of facility. I zoomed in on this, and you know, it might just be hard to tell, and with the, with the lightings and with the quality of my phone, whatever. But where are the scars on his hands, bro? Where are the scars on his hands, bro? I understand scars may heal over time, but this was like really extensive surgery that he went under, really insane injury, so I don't feel like his scars would fade. I feel like they'll always be there in some capacity. And then they were very apparent in Infinity War, and then he was blipped for five years, and I don't think they physically alter their appearance when they're being blipped. So there's no time for those to heal, so they should still be on his hands. So where are the scars on his hands, man? Is this our Steven? Is this a different Steven? Am I just overthinking, overanalyzing? Who's to say? <laughs> but we see him being led around with what are potentially Ultron bots of a different multiverse. There were leaks talking about Ultron bots returning, and these may be them. These may be them. He is led to a room in front of a board of people. You can see them, and everyone has just- there's no confirmation, no one really knows, right? But everyone is assuming that this is the MCU's Illuminati. The Illuminati in the comics is a secret group of heroes that come together, and they're just kind of supposed to be like the greatest minds. They put the greatest minds together to work behind the scenes. And so, traditionally, you know, it contains people like Steven, the geniuses of the Marvel Comics world, right? And so, traditionally, the panel consists of some people who may have made an appearance in this trailer. Someone says to him, we should tell him the truth, and boy, if that don't sound like Patrick Stort, or Patrick Stort, who played Professor Charles Xavier in the X-Men films, looks like you're gonna have to go and watch those too <laughs> for this movie. Also, potentially, the animated X-Men 90s series that's supposed to be continued on Disney Plus soon. <sighs> that sounds like Sir Patrick Stewart. That man's bald. It's it's Charles Xavier, bro. How could it not be Charles Xavier? Because Charles Xavier is traditionally in the Illuminati. Also, of course, naturally, a lot of people are zooming in on the panel, seeing who else they can see, and it's very potential. The quality is the same as the Deadpool on the poster, right? It could be it. It could just be a potential lighting reflection thing, but it looks like Mr. Fantastic is also sitting on that panel. If you zoom in, someone's got a white patch on <laughs> their body, right? A white circular patch that potentially has a four in it, but it's hard to tell because they're in the background, the lighting's dark, you're not supposed to see who it is, but it could very well be Mr. Fantastic, which would just confirm the rumors that, you know, John Krasinski is coming to be a variant of Mr. Fantastic. Not the MCU's Mr. Fantastic, but Reed Richards nonetheless, so that could have been him. We could have just seen it, and we don't even know. Find out May 6th. It cuts to some universe hopping. I'm assuming this is America's powers at work, not Steven doing anything because he's gripping onto America Chavez for dear life and they're going through different universes. One looks kind of prehistoric and then one you barely get a glimpse of. It's there for like half a second that looks animated. It looks like it might be the X-Men series that we were that I just talked about where this Patrick Stewart may be coming from. It looks like it could be a comics thing 
there's really no talent until we see the movie. It could just be a ruse, to be honest. You know how Marvel is. They like to put stuff in trailers that don't actually happen to. So it could be that. There's there's no talent. We see more of Sinister Strange. We do get confirmation that his name is Sinister Strange. So we know that it's not the same Strange from the What If series. But he may make an appearance. So I still recommend watching because variants and everything are getting out of control. It's, it's insane. This movie's gonna be insane. After we see him, we see a, what looks like a Captain Marvel variant fighting Wanda. Upon further inspection, it doesn't look like to be Carol, Carol Danvers. She ain't blonde. She's not white. I'll tell you that. It looks like it's probably a variant in which Maria Rambo somehow be gets the powers, which honestly, not that hard of a switch. Instead of Carol going up on that flight, Maria just does it, and then same origin story, basically. Because someone, like, freeze-framed it, and that it looks like Lashawn Lynch. It looks like it's Maria Rambo. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> this segment also debunks the speculation that the TVA would be at play. From the last trailer, there was a shot that looked like the orangish glow of a TVA door behind Wanda, but you can see those in full frame in the background of this clip, and it's not the TVA. They're just long doors slash windows looking things in the background, which may be in the Illuminati facility, not the TVA, which, you know, sad because Loki, but also glad because TVA Loki. Ugh. I realize I've never gone into my hatred for that show on this podcast, but one day, <laughs> one day, we're supposed to start filming this summer, so maybe this summer, that's a long ways away, but I have nothing to talk about, that's when I'll talk about it, so you just hold, you just hold on. <laughs> then we get this beautiful line from Wanda, Wanda is entering her villain era. You know, and I support her, I love Stephen Strange, but Wanda can do whatever she wants as long as she's not harming my man. And that's that. She tells Steven, you break the rules and become the hero, I do it and become the enemy. That doesn't seem fair. Woo! Oof. She's about to pop off. Someone is going to die. Some people are gonna die, bro. She's gonna become absolutely murderous. And you know, what can you do, man? <laughs> During this line, you see a strange statue. I'm assuming that strange statue is built in a different multiverse because he has passed away in that multiverse. Potentially Defender Strange, potentially someone else. The fact that there are three Steven variants that we know of. There could be more. Three Steven variants that we know of. I'm assuming one of them is going to bite the dust. Which sucks, because I don't want to see Steven die, but then, you know, the other ones will be alive, so... It is what it is. As long as our MCU Stephen doesn't die, I'll be... No, I won't be okay. But I'll accept it. <laughs> Someone on Twitter has pointed out that this scene in which Wanda is telling him that it doesn't seem fair may be an illusion of some sort. At the beginning of the trailer, and I'm assuming the beginning of the movie, we see Wanda just in her garden, you know, her cute little Taylor Swift braid, outdoorsy vibes just chilling in her garden and Steven's there wearing a scarf coat they're talking it's the same background only it's red and now she's changed clothes but Steven's wearing the same clothes and so this is some kind of illusion of some sort I don't really know what's going on and I don't think I'll know what's going on while I'm watching the movie either I think that's just going to be the common theme of the multiverse saga I will never know what's going on and you know that's okay because it's entertaining it keeps me wondering keeps you on your toes it's all a good time. Then we see two variants of Wanda. We see the MCU Wanda that we know and love. 
with another variant that I'm assuming, judging by her state and the fact that she hasn't dyed her hair that bright shade of orange, she's still brunette Wanda, she's in the Westview house, bro, I'm assuming is living out the dreams that our Wanda wants. There are two scooters in the background that probably belong to Billy and Tommy, Vision's probably somewhere alive and well, and that scene's gonna hurt because Wanda's gonna have to see a different version of her living out the dreams that she always wanted, living out the life she's always wanted, and that's gonna hurt. And I'm scared to see what happens in that scene, mostly because Michael Waldron's involved and he was involved in Loki and blah. But that scene will be heartbreaking. We get um, a classic Sam Raimi shot, a zoom in into the eye. A lot of people are thinking that, you know, maybe this might be, it might be just a Sam Raimi thing. It might be Charles Xavier going into her head trying to go into her head anyways because that's very similar to what's happened in the x-men movies you're gonna have to go and watch those so sorry there's a lot of them they're quite good most of them are quite good <laughs> most of them are quite good if you're only going to watch one i would recommend watching daisy future past because that is my personal favorite and it ties in both the older x-men movies and the i guess you want to call them reboot movies the newer ones would recommend watching that one if you only want to watch one if you don't really want to watch any of them watch days of future past that will get you a glimpse of all the characters that may potentially show up uh it is important to note that before this zoom in we see wanda with blood on her face but there's also blood on her shirt there's blood red blood could be anyone's blood on her face but there's blue blood on her shirt suggesting that that captain marvel variant may have also bit the dust <laughs> Because Carol, we saw, bleeds blue because she's Cree. It's very possible. Or no, not Carol bleeds blue. Someone bleeds blue because they're Cree. I don't remember the movie exactly. It's either her or... Oh, girl. What was her name, bro? I couldn't tell your name. The old woman. <laughs> Who was actually from, from, from Hollow. She bleeds blue. The Cree bleed blue is what I'm saying, right? So that Captain Marvel variant may have been dust or was heavily injured in that battle. The image that we see after we zoom into Wanda's head could very well be where America Chavez is being held. There's a clip, there's a, there's a shot that we see America Chavez in this room in the cage type thing. Christine is also there, I'm assuming it's a Christine variant because what is our Christine doing? What would our Christine have to do with all that, right? But it looks like it's the same shot it looks like it's the same room someone's there are like two types of cages there's someone in one of the cages so i'm assuming it's the america chavez tie-in and then we see wong screaming at steven and i'm so sorry to say but wong is about to bite the dust in this movie bro every shot we've seen of wong he's fighting for his life which worries me and like i've said before i've always been scared that wong will have to die in order for steven to become the sorcerer supreme really sad to see it happen he's a real one wong's a homie but it looks like he may go if it's by the hands of wanda i will be upset but i will continue to defend her because i'm sure she'll have a reason but i will be sad to see wong go but also happy to see steven become the sorcerer supreme and live life to his fullest potential shout out to alpha z uh, <laughs> we get a glimpse of some side of steven doing it in parallel to the infinity war like multiple hands shot thing right he kind of looks zombified i'm not gonna lie to you definitely doesn't look his best but it also kind of looks like defender strange going off his costuming some of the red detailing in it there's really no telling 
there's really no telling. And then we get a new title card, which looks beautiful. I'm assuming there's so many different title cards. We have three so far because there are so many different multiverses. We, they might end it at three title cards, one for each variant. They might keep going just because they're probably having fun with it, to be honest. We will see. In addition to this new trailer, there's a TV ad for the new trailer. <laughs> Basically said, hey, the new trailer's online, go watch it. And it included a couple of more clips that weren't included in the actual trailer, though. We get a better look at Defender Strange. He's growing on me. Some of the promo material that we saw, there were just pictures of him. He looked kind of rough, I'm not gonna lie, but seeing him in action, you know, he can, he can in fact get it. Shout out to all the variants in Dr. Stephen Strange. <laughs> There's a shot of Wanda with some multiverse glass. Is she looking through the multiverse? Is she traveling through the multiverse? If she where the Watcher was and what if? Who knows? We also get a glimpse of her fingertips that are darkened very similar to the way that Agatha's were darkened in WandaVision after the use of the Dark Hold book, so that might be some of that going on. A lot of parts of her costume seem to be darkened and plagued with that as well, so she might be getting a little corrupted because she's using this book a bit too much. Wanda, let's calm down. Wanda, let's calm down. We get a clip of what looks like zombie Wanda. Again, please go watch What If and a better glimpse of a definite zombie strange. He's missing the same eyeball that he was in What If. So like, there's there's got to be some tie in there. Go, go watch What If. Honestly, I get recommended just watching it all because it was more enjoyable than I anticipated. But if you're only going to watch a few, watch episode one, four, and whichever one the zombies episode is. Whichever one that is. And honestly, watch the finale probably. You'll get a glimpse of all the characters throughout that season and more of what the watcher is about and he might be important just because he watches over the multiverse into this movie as well i don't really know what's going to be important just watch it all honestly in this tv spot we see what at first glimpse looks like another shot of the captain marvel variant but a lot of people have been over analyzing and taking screenshots and whatever and it doesn't look like Lashana lynch and looks like a white man and so everyone is saying that this is potentially tom cruise as superior iron man as he was rumored to show up in he was tom cruise has been rumored to be a variant of Do not dr strange whoa a variant of tony stark because you know it's a nod back to how he almost was tony stark in 2008 and it might be happening iron man traditionally superior iron man particularly traditionally has been part of the illuminati in the comics so it makes sense the Ultron bots would tie into that as well. It all makes sense. Is it actually? We'll have to wait and see. During the Super Bowl, they also dropped another Moon Knight tra trailer. Not much of a trailer, it was just a TV spot. It was 30 seconds, so there wasn't much new footage, but new footage nonetheless. His design is so good. There's a shot in which he's extending his cape, and it's it's the shape of a moon. Like, that man takes branding very seriously. Kate Bishop would be so proud. And it looks so good. And that show is going to be phenomenal, and we'll hold this over until Multiverse of Madness. February, March, April. Yeah, throughout April. Until Multiverse of Madness. We'll have to wait and see next month for more Moon Knight stuff. I doubt they're going to give us much more at this point for Moon Knight. Besides 30 second clips and little snippets and stills and whatnot. But we'll have to wait until March 30th to see Oscar Isaacs in his prime in the Marvel Universe. Until then, I'll be here every week talking about everything that we get until March 30th, and then it will be Moon Knight Breakdowns week by week. This episode ended up being way longer than I anticipated because I knew the trailer breakdown would take a minute, but not as long as it took. We're at almost 40 minutes. 
unedited so maybe it'll be closer to 30 we'll see i said her a lot but thank you for listening to me ramble about the multiverse of madness please send me your theories connect with me on social media you can find me on social media twitter tiktok kaylee amil k-a-y-l-i-a-a-m-i-l almost forgot how to spell my name that was really good on instagram i'm just kaylee.x but if you want to connect with me on instagram go ahead and follow this podcast on instagram that's mc me and you the letter u not the word you mc me and you because i want to know what you caught in my trailer you know i want to know what theories you have because this movie is going to be insane and there's going to be a million theories about what's happening and where it's all going on and no one's really going to know anything until it comes out but i'm super excited to see it happen i'm sure getting these tickets is going to be even worse than getting spider-man no way home tickets and i'm terrified for that moment but it's going to be great (laughs) i will keep you guys posted but until then i've been kalia and until next week see you later have a good one guys